Welcome to Listen by Jean Ginsberg. This audio experience and podcast is all about social media, digital marketing, entrepreneurship, and interviews with top entrepreneurs in the digital and social space. I'm your host, Jean Ginsberg, digital marketing expert, number one best-selling author, and award-winning entrepreneur. I will be sharing with you strategies, tips, and tactics on how to grow your business and your social media following. Thanks for listening. everyone, Jean Ginsberg here. Welcome to this episode of Listen by Jean Ginsberg. Very special guest today. Super excited to be chatting with Chris Reed. How are you? Good, Jean. Thanks for having me. Uh, doing very well. Happy holidays. Awesome. Happy holidays. I think by the time this is going to be aired, it's going to be right after the holidays, but we're, we're <laughs> just letting you know we're recording right before the holiday. <laughs> so awesome. Thanks for being here. Super excited to chat with you today. So uh, give uh, give our audience a little bit of a context. Tell us about your background. Yeah, that's you know my background. Gene's pretty uh, pretty interesting, pretty diverse. Uh, so former kind of my background started off really as uh, I was gonna try to become a professional golfer. That was kind of my thing going into golf school. Uh, learned pretty quick that golf school wasn't really what I wanted. I think we all do that going growing through uh, school of what we do and we don't want. Uh, switched over to business. Next thing I wanted to do was become a stockbroker. Got an internship as a broker. Realized I didn't like that either, you know. Um, so I did the next best thing, and that was join the military. Um, so I joined, and I was a submariner in the uh, Canadian Navy. Lots of and, trial uh, and error. It looks like you're just doing doing a lot of different things, and you know, it, it, it was. Totally trial and error. It was just trying to find, you know, see what it really kind of stuck and what really called. Cause I didn't really know. I think a lot of people know from a young age, I definitely did not know what I wanted to do. Um, so I finished four years in my contract with the, with the military uh, when I met my beautiful now wife and realized I needed to do something when I got out. So I uh, became a recruiter, like a headhunter, did that for a little while. Um, and then I found myself in the world of content, which I, I really found my calling at that point. And so I worked for a, uh, a platform where we connected writers with clients and really f- found the love of storytelling. And so I moved from there, worked at a few different agencies. And now I've found myself to a, you know, my own venture, my own company, um, Stretch Creative. So everything kind of bringing that together of my background in sales, working in the agency world, uh, my background with headhunting, um, finding talent, and then my background in the military of just being very disciplined. All of it's kind of come together into to who Chris Reed is is today now. Wow, that is a very diverse background. But you know, all a lot of guests on this show have very diverse backgrounds. I got to say, like, uh, I had somebody who was a guest. Uh, he was a police officer in South Africa and then became an entrepreneur. Um, another lady from Singapore, she was like Miss Singapore, became an entrepreneur. So I mean, very diverse backgrounds here. This is awesome. I love learning about, about this. And I didn't know there was this thing that's called golf school. Yeah. So it was like golf, uh, golf school. Really, it was more from like the management perspective of how to run a course as well. Oh, okay. Um, and then not, not necessarily how time. to be like a professional golfer, more how to like run a, a course. Yeah. So, I, and I was kind of going both paths, but I, I really realized that golf was more of a hot, like my, my love to escape life and take that break. And I didn't want to make it 
my life. I found right. there was a bit of conflict there. So absolutely. Wow. So very diverse background, lots of different things going on. But you know, that's that's normal, right? Like when I was growing up, I remember in high school, I wanted to be a doctor. And I had no idea in the <laughs> in the universe that I occupy right now that I would be here being a marketer and an entrepreneur. So I guess, you know, we all have that as a young at a young age, we don't really know what we want to be doing. So I can I can absolutely relate to that. So tell us about your business now. Yeah, so Stretch is a, um, I like to call it a digital story studio. Um, so what we do is, you know, we work with like emerging to enterprise brands, really kind of articulating their brand story down through the piece of content they do, whether that's through words, whether that's through design, even doing some cartooning uh, for a few, few companies. Uh, but a big belief of like, what really stretches built off of the ethos. I know there's a lot of agencies that do a, a lot of content. Obviously, this isn't a new thing. Uh, the reason why I built this though is my background working for one of the a freelance platform. I really felt that creatives really, you know, especially freelance writers got the short end of the stick. You know, they were often kind of used and abused, left out of the dark, only needed when they needed them, weren't ever got that support that you would get you would get necessarily as a an in-house personnel. Mm -hmm. So my first hire at stretch is uh, we have a leadership coach on staff and she works with every single one of our freelance creatives, not only to support them on a uh, professional level, but how do we help them understand their own personal story better? And if we can help them articulate their own personal story, being who they are, um, the goal is for them to help articulate brand stories better. So that's through emotional intelligence. That's through a lot of this development. So we're really a people focused company and the content isn't the product or people's the product and the content's the outcome of our product, the people. And so we're very much um, really kind of focused on changing the way freelancers are really worked with from agencies and, and so forth. Awesome. And I love what you're talking about here because storytelling, that's a big piece of marketing that so often entrepreneurs miss the mark on, right? And and people love hearing stories. Like that's really our how we grew as a as a civilization, right? Like as, as humans, we would sit around the fire, share stories, and that's just like almost in our DNA. So having this kind of service where you where you actually kind of pull that story out of your clients, I think is, is amazing. So tell, tell us how you work with your clients. Yeah, it, it absolutely is true. I, I think um, my belief is story is really the bridge to information. That's how people bring information back is stories that bridge that helps kind of make that path. Um, so the really we, the way we work with folks, uh, clients is a lot of our primary focus is on with e-commerce brands, you know, whether that's like I said, emerging to enterprise side, um, and really with a major focus on the PDP, the product description page. And I really believe there's a uh, disservice that brands do on this page for their consumers. They're often just describing products about materials and so forth. And how we, what we do is we look at like, who is their consumer? What matters to them? Why were products designed? You know, they weren't designed because of a certain uh, upper sole or rubber. They were designed because they were solving a problem. And that problem is often coming back to a story that the customers have either said or they've identified. And so as we start to look on that PDP, we want to understand like, what is the story of that product? How does that, how does your brand story come down to that product? And how does that then help reassure your customer 
that they're buying the right thing from you. And it's not so much selling the customer, but really reassuring them. Um, so it's just kind of taking that time to understand like who they are, interviewing folks of why are they designing particular products. And so that when we, when they spend all this money and all this effort to drive traffic to this page, like really the most important page in e-commerce is the add to cart page is what we want. Right. Um, you're getting all the effort to get to that page. Now we wanted to get them to then click that button. And it really is this piece of content that's been so underutilized afterthought and often are just left with, this is a cotton t-shirt or this is a shoe that we love. Like, it's just, I don't know. It just boggles my mind. There's a lot of amazing brands that just don't seem to really get this right. Oh, um, I agree we, with you. This happens. You know, and we have these other brands like these digitally native vertical brands that are just crushing it because they know story. They, they're built off a story. You know, their product is based off the story they have. They're not building products or sorry, they're building products around their story, not stories around their products. And I think that's a big difference, right? Um, so yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of our main, our main focus in terms of storytelling. That's, that's amazing. This podcast is brought to you by the digital marketing method, monthly group coaching program, your methodology for growing your business and your social media following. Join me and my group of supportive entrepreneurs and learn how you can grow your business and your social media following where we cover topics such as Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, email marketing, and so much more. Go to dmgroup.online, dmgroup.online. So one of the things I like to ask our guests is um, for the entrepreneurs and business owners that are listening to this podcast, um, what is something that they can do today uh, that about storytelling and if they have a business, what can they do now as an actionable item for them to actually think about how do you create a story for your brand? Just like something really quick and, and something that, that uh, entrepreneurs can get taken back into their business now. Yeah, I think the big thing, you know, it comes back to some of those TED Talks, right? It's just with like Simon Sinek is like, is really the why, you know, and really understanding the why. It's not so much the what, the how, but when you understand like really that why, that why is because of a story. That's why you do something. There's a story behind that. So I think, you know, not that the what and the how aren't important, but like bringing that major focus to the why of like, why are you there? Why, why are you helping people? Focusing on that and then leading into kind of the what and the how after that and incorporating all three into story. So it's not just about the why, because the why is great, but if you can really articulate the why, the what and the how in that story, that is like what's going to really, really connect home with everybody, you know, because it's like, you know, you just articulate a whole lot better that way. Right. So that's awesome because it's, it's true. Like it's, we, we need to hear that why a lot of times in order to really understand why we're buying the product, right. Or the service or totally. whatnot. So I, I love that. And I don't hear so much, I don't see a lot of uh, companies like yours doing this kind of specifically storytelling, um, I guess, service or, you know, that specifically that story, like pulling that story out of your clients, because so often just entrepreneurs just like want to get into the marketing, want to get into like pushing their product out there, but so often miss the the mark when it comes to like, great. Yes. It's a nice t-shirt, but why, sh why should the end user buy it? <laughs> totally. So. I mean, and especially now, like, obviously we've had a really challenging year with COVID-19. It's been a for some folks, it's been a game changer in both directions, good and bad, right? 
But what it's really done, and for folks listening, I guess my thing is like, what it's really done is it's about, it's fast forwarded digital transformation by about five or 10 years. Yes. And so brands, small, medium, large enterprise are all faced with the same struggles of now we're swimming in a very, very busy pond or ocean because everyone has to go online to be seen. No one's, you know, people aren't going downtown. They're not going nearly out as much. So to be seen, you have to be online and people connect to brands. Like you look at folks like Patagonia, like why do people love Patagonia? It's they have great product, but it's about like who they are, you know? And like the more of these people can really articulate who they are, what they're going to find, I believe is, you know, we'll call it their, their tribe or their people or their, you know, their folks, they will come to them because now they're, they're feeling that there's, they're part of something. And that's what we're even start starving for more in this now post COVID is we're all isolated and we've had to be like literally. And I think emotionally and spiritually are very isolated from a lot of things. So this is a really great opportunity if you can do it right to find those people, whether they're new or old that are part of that and really bring them in and feel like they're part of something other than just themselves behind a computer, either looking for work or trying to work by themselves, you know? Right. Absolutely. So that's actually a good segue into the, my next question, as you mentioned, of course, COVID and the challenges, but how are you seeing uh, brands change? You know, what was, what's been the biggest change that you're seeing with clients in the last year? Yeah, the big thing is, I mean, and fortunate for us, uh, the big thing is like, given that we work with a lot of like direct to consumer brands, they're having to shift to go, we can't necessarily win anymore. Like, like our bread and butter isn't just through retailers and wholesale. You know, we need to figure out how do we connect to our consumers directly because all these stores are closed or they're or like very limited to getting people in and people are scared to go out. So what they're figuring out is like, how do we then again, talk to our consumers? So like, we shouldn't just rely on that. They, they're going to keep coming back because there's all these other emerging, you know, digitally native brands that are coming up that are winning their business because they're figuring out ways to connect with them through content. Right. So what we're seeing is that these brands are having to go pause. We got to figure this out and we can't just throw content out there and hope that it sticks against the wall, you know, like throwing spaghetti against the wall and hoping it sticks we need to actually do this properly and really figure out who we're talking to. And I think they really have to step back and look at like who their audience is and why does their audience actually care about them and start to speak to that, you know? Right. Absolutely. I, I love that. That's, that's fantastic. Um, and then I always like to close out the, the podcast with one last question. And that is, what is your prediction for the future? And I know it's a very loaded question. It could go many different ways. It could be specifically your industry, or it could be uh, self-driving cars, AI, uh, terraforming Mars, whatever, however you want to take it. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> yeah, that's it is super loaded, but I, I like loaded. Um, where my head goes to that, Gene, is I think the future of just humanity is one or two ways. I think it can go really bad and I think it will really good. And I'm, I'm thinking it's gonna go really good. I think people need to start really understanding emotions better. And I think the future is going to really make people to do things well, to sit back and go, who am I and how do I handle all this? Because we've been deprived for many years of trying to deal with that. And we're starting to see a lot of problems. And so a big belief of like just mental health. And I hope that the future has people being okay to deal with that because it's, 
it's going to be a fun and rocky road like it has been for the last century. And the next year is going to bring a lot more technology in. And with that, you know, more human disconnect. So I hope that the future holds more connection for humans, um, for deeper and more meaningful relationships with each other, businesses, consumers, peer to peer, all of it. So that's, that's a wonderful way to, to end on this podcast. I, I love your message because it is true. Um, we're all humans and we all need those relationships. And uh, a lot of times, and especially lately, it's just been, uh, yeah, I, I guess I would say things have been fiery, right? <laughs> and Absolutely. a lot of disconnect has been occurring. So I agree with, uh, with what you're saying. And I hope that is what holds for the future. And of course, one last question is how can our audiences get in touch with you? Yeah, I mean, the biggest way I think folks can get in touch is uh, my biggest platform is LinkedIn. Um, so then catch me on LinkedIn backslash the Chris Reed. Uh, it's not an ego thing. There's just a million of us out there. So it's linkedin.com backslash the Chris Reed. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. Great conversation. And yes, we look forward to having you on again sometime in the future as yeah. a returning guest. So thank you for being here. Really appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. Thank you.